Hola mi gente and welcome back to the channel. On today's video, we're going to be talking about if the US economy is heading into a recession. If you're new to this channel, my name is Sean and this is We Are Investing, a channel that's dedicated in investing and personal finance. If you like investing content and content regarding the stock market, the cryptocurrency market, and the overall economy, then definitely consider hitting that subscribe button, ringing that bell, and smashing that like button to help with the YouTube algorithm. Now, there has been a lot of discussion if we're heading into a recession. And some famous people like Elon Musk are even predicting that we will see a recession in the next couple of years. There are also some highly regarded people in the investing community like Bond King, Jeffrey Gunlap, who is also saying that it's likely we are going to be heading into a recession. On this video, I'm going to show you some things that I think are key indicators if we are going to see a recession and where we are trending towards. Are we trending towards a recession or are we trending to economic growth? We'll go over some key stats that in my opinion will let us know if we are going to see a recession before it actually happens. And you can bet your bottom dollar that these are things that I'm keeping a close eye on because as an investor, a recession can be an opportunity to generate massive amounts of wealth. I hate to say this, but if you are an investor and you can see a recession before it even happens and you're prepared for it, you can generate an insane amount of wealth just by investing during a recession, when things are at heavy discounts, when there is sales across the board in the stock market, in real estate, in other asset classes, maybe it's even crypto. Maybe winter is coming for crypto and crypto sells off massively because we're experiencing a risk off environment and crypto gets slashed by more than half. That could be a golden opportunity if you have money on the sideline and you're prepared for an upcoming recession. When you have that money in the bank or wherever it may be and that recession occurs, it could be a golden opportunity. The saying millionaires are made during recessions is not false. It is true. So needless to say, these things that I'm going to show you on today's video, keep an eye on them because they can indicate whether or not we are going to see the next recession. Now, a recession is only for economic activity, and sometimes the stock market does not resemble what's actually happening in the economy. The stock market and the economy, somewhat tied together, are two separate things. Now, a recession is a macroeconomic term that refers to a significant decline in general economic activity in a designated, in a designated region. It has been typically recognized as two consecutive quarters of economic decline as reflected by GDP in conjunction with monthly indicators such as a rise in unemployment. However, the National Bureau of Economic Research, which officially declares recessions, says the two consecutive quarters of decline in real GDP are not how it is defined anymore. The NBER defines a recession as a significant decline in economic activity spread across the economy, lasting more than a few months, normally visible in real GDP, real income, employment, industrial production, and wholesale retail sales. Essentially, I don't care how they defined it. If you see two consecutive quarters of GDP decline, we're in a recession. Now, GDP is all reflective on sales. So it's all about the consumer. Is the consumer spending or are they hoarding cash because they don't feel comfortable with the current situation or they don't have cash to spend? 
You can have a lot of money in your bank account, but if you are hoarding cash or saving because the environment is not okay, say inflation is just too high and you're not okay paying those prices, so you just wait and you pocket that money until something, until the environment changes, well, you're not spending those dollars. So a decline in GDP is going to happen. So bottom line, it all revolves around the consumer and how the consumer and all financial markets and their thought on the economy and how we're progressing. And that directly ties me into the next thing. And this is something that you should be watching. This is a stat, an indicator, an index, if you will, that you can follow. Every single week, every single month, you can see how this is progressing. Is it going up or is it going down? And right now, it is falling off of a cliff. The Consumer Sentiment Index tumbles to an 11-year low as inflation skyrockets. Now, if you take a look at this page, and this is from the Federal Reserve of St. Louis, and this is the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment, and right now we're looking at the one-year chart, you can see how it has declined a lot. If we back out and we take a look at a 10-year chart, you can see that we are at close to 100% before 2020, in January, or just the start of 2020, in January of 2020, and since then, we have dropped a ton. And if we take a look at the max chart, you can see that we're trending much lower. And like I said, this thing is falling off of a cliff because inflation right now is out of control. And basically, when we look at the consumer sentiment index, we can gauge how the consumer is feeling about the economy. The lower this thing goes, the less of a chance that we have growing GDP. And the higher the chance is that GDP is going to be declining. And then we might hit our two consecutive quarters of a decline in GDP, and we are officially in a recession. So like I said, this is just something we want to keep an eye on. If this starts to bounce back and we start to see some more positive consumer sentiment, then that's a good thing and we could possibly push off a recession. Now the next major, major signal that we could see a recession, and this signal is so strong that every single time we've had a recession, this signal was triggered. It is that strong of a signal. And right now we are trending in the wrong direction. The signal has not been triggered yet, but we're getting very, very close. So this is something to definitely keep an eye on. And this signal is the spread between the 10-year and the two-year treasury. The reason being when the spread goes zero or negative, you are getting paid more for a two-year treasury than you would a 10-year treasury. And that is essentially saying that the bond market is scared of what's going to happen over the 10-year horizon. To correlate this into something that many of you can understand, it's like getting a lower interest rate on your mortgage for a 30-year loan than a 15-year loan. You would expect that if you're going to pay off your loan in 15 years instead of 30 years, the bank would give you a better interest rate. But when the spread between the 10-year and 2-year is negative, you're actually getting a lower rate for going with the 30-year loan instead of the 15, which is crazy to think about because a 30-year fixed mortgage is twice the amount of time, there's double the amount of risk, and in summary, that is why there's a higher interest rate for the 30-year compared to a 15-year. The quicker you're able to pay off the loan, the less interest rate you should have. But when that spread between the 10-year and 2-year goes negative, 
And essentially, the bond market is saying that we think a recession is going to happen and the 10-year is going to pay you less on an annual basis than a two-year. So giving the government your money on a shorter-term basis will actually yield you higher returns, which is crazy to think about. You should be rewarded for lending your money for a longer period of time. And that is why this signal is so powerful. And every recession that we had before, we had an inverted yield curve and the spread between the 10-year and the 2-year went negative. And on this video, I'm going to show you a list of all of the prior recessions within relative time. I'm not going to go all the way back in time, but I'm going to show you the list and then we'll compare that to the spread. Now, again, this is a website from the Federal Reserve of St. Louis, and I'll provide a link to this website down below in the video description. All we are looking at is for this number to go negative or below zero. And right now, it's at 0.45%. But if we take a look at the one year, it has been falling like a rock, just like consumer sentiment. And if we back this thing out and take a look at the max, you can see that it has inverted before. It happened in 1989. It happened again in 2000. It happened again in 2006. And then it happened real briefly before the pandemic. And that was classified as a recession. Every single time that this stat has dropped below 0%, there has been a recession that follows. So here we go. Here's a list of recessions. And we'll go back all the way to 1980 because that's the max that I have here of this graph. So we had a 1980 recession that occurred in January 1980, lasted six months. Then we had another one in July 1981 that lasted one year, four months. We also had an early 1990s recession that occurred in July 1990 that lasted eight months. We also had an early 2000s recession, which occurred in March 2001, that lasted eight months. And then we also had the Great Recession that occurred in December 2007, that lasted one year, six months. And then we had the COVID-19 recession that lasted a puny two months. So here we go. The first time that this inverted was around July 1978. That's about a year and a half, two years before the 1980 recession, and it stayed below all the way to April 1982, and this recession ended on November 1982. The next time that this went negative was in January or December of 1988, January of 1989. We also had the early, the early 1990s recession, which occurred in July 1990. So shortly thereafter, we saw the next recession. Then we had the early 2000s recession that occurred in March 2001. This thing inverted in February of 2000. So about a year later, we saw another recession. And then we also saw this thing invert in February of 2006. And then December of 2007, we had the Great Recession. And then the final time that this thing inverted was back in August of 2019. And then we had the COVID-19 recession that occurred in February of 2020. So there you have it. Those are the two main things to watch. You're going to watch consumer sentiment. You're also going to watch the 10-year versus 2-year spread. Those are two easy things to follow. You can obviously follow a lot more data that's going to add to your conviction on if we're going to see a recession or not. But I figured in this video, I give you two simple things to watch that are easy to understand on why they could lead or indicate into 
or indicate that a recession is coming. And bottom line, it comes down to the consumer and the financial markets. Are we spending money or are we saving or cutting back on our expenses? Now, for my personal opinion on if we are heading into a recession, well, the trend on how things are going right now are indicating, yes, we are heading into a recession. It might not occur in 2022. As you can see, when we actually see an inverted curve here and the spread between the 10-year and 2-year goes negative, it doesn't mean a recession is going to occur right then and there. It usually takes some time. But this situation feels a little bit different to me. Let me explain why. The pace at which consumer sentiment and the spread between the 10-year and 2-year is falling is a concern. It's falling very, very fast, like off a cliff. Inflation is out of control. It is tied to supply chain issues, which the Federal Reserve cannot fix. It comes to the administration to fix supply chain issues. And right now, it doesn't seem like the administration is doing anything. So the only course of action that I see available is the Federal Reserve raising rates to a point where they have to force a recession in order to get inflation controlled. If inflation has peaked and supply chain issues are resolved or getting better, then we might not have a recession. But we need to see some data to back that up. We have to see CPI, PPI, and other metrics come down and indicate that inflation is starting to get under control. But so far, we have not seen any of that data, and the Federal Reserve can only wait so long before making emergency, before implementing emergency, before implementing emergency actions in order to tackle inflation and that would lead to a recession because as you can see by consumer sentiment the economy is not booming right now so the possibilities or the probability of a recession is high in my opinion unless we can see some strength out of this administration to tackle supply chain constraints which it doesn't seem like they're really doing anything to improve that situation. But that's my opinion and it's based on probability. I'm not 100% saying we are heading into a recession. I'm just keeping my eye on all these data metrics because at the end of the day, if we do see a recession, I wanna be prepared because a recession can be a great opportunity to, to generate wealth. And those who are prepared and act during a recession usually are heavily rewarded. Now, let me know in the comment section down below what you think is going to happen. Are we heading into a recession or no? And if you think so, when will it happen? By what year? Also, if you enjoyed this video and you want to help support the channel, you can do so by joining the Patreon. It gives you access to a Discord server, essentially a huge chat room of over 500 investors where we learn together, grow together, and make money together. It will also give you access to what stocks I am buying and selling and what stocks other members are buying and selling as well and some other features. It's $5 a month and a link to the Patreon is provided down below. But with all that being said, it's been real, it's been fun, it's been real fun, and this is We Are Investing, and together we are invincible. See ya!